0: What's up, Braves Nation? This is another episode of the Ethos Braves Podcast. I know it's been a while, but we're back, and it's hot stove season. Jeremy, welcome back. Uh, how's
1: it going? Oh, it's going good, John. How's it going with you? You talk about the hot stove; it is hot. But uh, yeah, good. I'm good, man. You?
0: Pretty good. It's not really hot for the Braves to for a little bit, but the
1: Braves... <laughs> yeah. Picture. You know, I'm okay with it not being as hot for them. I just, um, you know, really the one pressing uh, issue that we had, I think, going into uh, this off season anyway was about Dansby, and that's been the biggest question so far. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of teams that are gathering themselves, uh, you know, players, and uh, Dansby's still out there. So I'm, I'm hopeful being still out there, that means – you know, the Braves are still there in the running and have a chance to, you know, uh, gobble him up.
0: Well, let's break down the trades that the Braves have done so far. and They've only made really two trades. Um, right. They got Joe Jimenez from the Tigers, and for the life of me, I cannot remember who we got for him, or we gave up for him. Um,
1: well, it, uh, Justin Henry Malloy was, okay. uh, I guess, the big name uh, in there. You know, uh, a um, an outfielder uh, who was moving through the uh, farm system, you know, kind of like Michael Harris did, uh, you know, last year, um, last, last season, I guess, moved through the farm system pretty fast. And then of course made it to the big leagues. Well, Henry Molloy was the same way. Uh, he was uh, on the fast track, uh, to the big leagues. And, um, you know, I kind of hate to give that guy up. You know, I, I, I go back to Drew Waters, you know, same thing. I kind of hated to give him up. But then Michael Harris and you got Acuna in the outfield, and then you're going to fill in with whoever after that. So, you know, I guess you can afford to give up those guys to get some pieces that you need. Uh, and Jimenez, you know, is going to kind of feel the role that, uh, you know, Kenley Jansen had. He won't be the closer. Um, they'll go with, with Iglesias as the closer, which is fine with me. Uh, mm-hmm. But Jimenez can come in you know, a good, uh, you know, he pitched uh, almost 60 innings, uh, you know, 77 strikeouts to 13 walks, okay,
0: those look that's good.
1: a good, yeah, those are good numbers right there, so, you know, upper upper 90s, 96 to 98 on the fastball, good slider, so, you know, that was a good piece right there, you know, to, to take the place of, of Jansen and move Iglesias up to that closer spot, so, uh, you know, nothing wrong with that, it just, you hate to give up a guy like uh, Henry Malloy, but uh, you know your outfield's pretty crowded anyway to begin with. Um, and and one of the things I wondered in giving him up was, you know, if they do re-sign Dansby Swanson, do we try to move, you know, somebody like Vaughn Grissom out to left field? Mm-hmm. Uh, and and that was kind of the plan. So I don't know. It, it's um, it's 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 certainly interesting, but I do like the trade. I just don't like, you, you know, you didn't like giving up. You know the guys they gave up for Matt Olson, uh, you know, and 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 that may have necessitated the Sean Murphy trade, which is the next trade coming up. So, uh, but uh, but yeah, Henry Malloy, I think, uh, would be a good will be a good one, uh, and and I think uh, he'll be a good one for the next several years.
0: Now, it's probably going to benefit him more because he'll be able to go back to his his preferred position at third base. Um, he came right. from Georgia Tech. Um, as a third baseman and he was that's where he started off at uh right. in Rome and then they started moving him to uh left field when he came out of Rome and up to Mississippi. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. 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 you know it, it it's the Braves, um
0: the Braves it's okay. A pretty good third baseman if I'm not mistaken. I don't know. Um
1: yeah, like a guy they, you know, um a guy they've <laughs> re-signed for, you know, several Several more years that mm-hmm. that Riley kid is, you know, uh, yeah, yeah. We're okay at third base. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <Right>. we're okay.
0: <laughs> uh, so I mean, I'd like to see him stay, but I'm kind of good glad for him that he's got a chance to go back to his normal position and play. Oh
1: yeah, yeah. It's it's okay. Gives him a gives him a chance, and and who knows uh, uh, the Tigers? Uh, who knows? Um, you know, maybe he doesn't stay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and maybe there's another chance to pick him back up. But as of right now, uh, he's gone and and that's okay. Give him another chance.
0: Exactly. Um you mentioned another trade. Um, you mentioned Matt Olson. Well, the Braves went back to the uh, same team that Olsen came from, the A's and got Sean Murphy. And some people say that this trade they gave up more for uh, Sean Murphy than they did Matt Olson. Well,
1: Um, you know, I, I, I guess, you know, they, they gave up a little bit of pitching, you know, with Kyle Muller and, um, and, and Freddie Tarnock Mm -hmm. who, who had a little bit of time this season, um, Muller's in a crowded rotation, Mm -hmm. uh, to be honest with you, uh, because, um, you know, Charlie Morton was signed for another year. Uh, you know, you've got Max Freed, and of course, that's the other thing. Working on Max free working on a contract. They they got to get him uh, re-signed. But you got Max free You know, if Soroka comes back and and is able to pitch, you're gonna um, have um, uh, you know Bryce Elder could fill in there. Um, you know, I mean, there's just a crowded rotation.
0: Ian Anderson,
1: Kyle Wright, Ian Anderson, yeah, all those guys, and you know Spencer Strider. I mean, it, yep. it's a crowded rotation already. Uh, I mean, if you look at it, if you go Max Freed, Charlie Morton's there for another year. If Soroka comes back, Kyle Wright, um, you know, and then Strider, there's five guys right there. Uh, You know, and and my guess is that Soroka would be kind of that fifth guy right now to give him that chance to not pitch so much. Right. Uh, You know, that would be my guess. And then it would be somebody like a Bryce Elder who – who pitched very well down the stretch, uh, you know, last year. So uh, my guess would be somebody like that to be able to fill in. So so Muller, who had a good, you know, who came up and and did pitch, you know, a game or two and and was well and had been some spots starting over the last couple of years. But, again, it's still a crowded rotation. And then you got Ian Anderson in there as well. So, I mean, I'm okay with that. Uh, You know, you get a very good defensive catcher. I know we also gave up William Contreras, which I I hate. You know, Contreras got off to a, um, you know, a kind of a hot start, uh, middle of the year, very good. Down the stretch, though, struggled uh, Mm -hmm. a little bit. Uh, But defensively, both he and Darno are not the greatest. And I have to harken back. When's the last time the Braves had a good defensive catcher?
0: (laughs) I think his name was something like. Langoliers.
1: Yeah, and and he didn't even make it to the majors, you know. I mean, he he wasn't even there. So so you you know you give up a a guy like William Contreras to get a guy like Sean Murphy, uh, and I'm okay with that too, uh, because I know that defensively it's a lot better. You know, I've already heard some some rumblings that uh, he was going to be, you know, Murphy was going to be working out with Kyle Wright some uh, to to be able to. You know, to get to some of the tendencies and things that that go on with Kyle Wright. Uh, so, I, you know, it, I I think a good trait. You know, you you have to go back to maybe Brian McCann, uh, mm-hmm. if you go back that far, to somebody who was a good defensive uh, catcher uh, and could throw runners out. Um, you know, Darno and 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 Contreras aren't going to be the guys that are going to throw a whole lot of runners out, although nobody steals anymore. Uh, but they you might steal, you get the bigger bases. <laughs> Right, right, right. So now, you know, you you get a you get a, a you know a gold glove candidate back there at at catcher, and and that can help pitchers uh, feel a whole lot more comfortable back there. Uh, you know, you got the opportunity. I think um, I think Murphy was in 116 games, maybe he mm-hmm. caught, and then like 30 games he DH'd. So you know, you could go back to the same um, you know movement that you had last year. Maybe Darno, uh, a couple of games, maybe use Murphy three games in a row. Maybe Darno, uh, you know, maybe, you know, go a, a weekend series where, you know, it's a Friday, Saturday, Murphy catches Sunday afternoon, it's Darno, something like that, kind of like the old days. Right. Um, you know, but I, I would say Murphy's probably going to get the majority of the the plays behind the plate, but it's good to have Darno. And, and Darno reached out to Murphy. So those two guys have been talking. So uh, you do get a little bit younger at catcher as well, and that's good. But I, I still think, uh, you know, Darno's bat is important. I think the leadership is important. And I think that's one of the reasons why you kept Darno. Uh, you know, it's much like Danji Swanson. Uh, the presence that he has in the locker room I think is very important as well. And I think when you're other teams that are looking like the Cubs, the Dodgers, uh, you know, maybe the Red Sox or somebody like that, that are looking at Dansby Swanson, you're looking for that clubhouse presence, and I think Sean Murphy kind of brings that behind the plate as well, and and can ease pitchers' minds knowing they've got a good defensive guy back there.
0: I would say that. Um, is Oakland becoming Braves of the West?
1: Well, it's kind of funny that you say that. Yeah, I mean, um, it, it's kind of happened that way, you know. I I don't. You you just never know what's going on in Oakland. Um, the other thing about Oakland is. You know, a guy like Matt Olson gets away from there. A guy like Sean Murphy gets away from there. The, Murphy was a much better hitter on the road. Mm-hmm. Um, hit more home runs on the road. And no surprise. Oakland is a, uh, a hitter's uh, a hitter's nightmare. It's a pitcher's dream. Um, you know, you've got so much foul territory in Oakland that some of those you know foul balls that. Guys like Murphy and Olsen hit in the old days uh, would be uh, would be out of the ballpark would be and in, in, you know it'd be in the stands mm-hmm. until so they get another chance to hit instead of making an out so you know there's a a lot of possibilities for Sean Murphy I know he's excited about coming uh, to Atlanta and and uh, I'm excited about him coming to Atlanta and I think that just sets him up a, a whole lot better you know you got Gold Glovers all over the infield and the outfield right. Okay? I mean, you could potentially, to be honest with you, let's face it, the whole Braves infield with Murphy and, and at least with Acuna and Harris in, in the outfield, they all could be gold glovers.
0: And plus got, uh, that could be it too because you got Max Freed.
1: Yes, and yeah, exactly, got Max Freed too. I mean, they all could be gold glovers. I mean, this never it's never been done where the whole team is a gold glove you know, I yeah. mean, defense, you know, they say, they said this in the past, pitching and defense wins championships, mm-hmm. okay? And that is absolutely the truth. You go back, you know, the 92 season that the Braves went to the playoffs after, you know, losing 100-something games the year before, you know, 92, they go back to the playoffs. But what's the one thing that John Sherhoff did when he came to Atlanta was – he looked for defense he went with Sid Bream and Rafael Belliard.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh
1: those were two guys that were defensive, you know, stalwarts. And and you know nowadays with the stat cast error and keeping up with so many things of of, of 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 how important a guy is, those two guys would have upped the the Andy on win. And they did. And that's just like when you got now this team that's out there, boy, how much better are you How much more comfortable as a pitcher are you when you know that, hey, if I just throw strikes and these guys hit it, I got guys that are going to catch it. I got no problem. And it makes yeah. you feel more comfortable as a pitcher. Now, as a defensive guy, when you've got pitchers, you know, when the Braves had pitchers like Glavin and Maddox and folks like that who knew that, um, you know, that they were going to throw strikes. You know, it makes you feel better too. It makes you be on your toes more and it makes you be better defensively rather than sitting there waiting and watching walks go by, you know, and balls go by and things like that. So right. um anyway, I just think you know, the, the potential defensive um defensive player that Murphy is is gonna add so much to this to this team. And the hitter that he is will add too much to the lineup as well.
0: Um I know that I know that Mueller and um, Contreras from the trade. Do you remember the other – I know there's three more.
1: Yeah, there uh, – Roy VerSalinas Salinas was one. I know that. Oh, wow. um, And then Manny Pena was the other. Of course, they just signed Pena last year from the Brewers, and he only played um, a, a very limited amount because he got right. hurt. So right. that was the other one. Yeah, that was the other one.
0: Salinas was a uh, fireball, like, pitcher from uh, – he had pitched at Rome. I know. I think he'd made it up to Mississippi yeah um but he yeah. he he could he could sling it up there
1: yes yeah well and everybody's gotta have them. i get that uh but um I, I i do feel comfortable with with what we got coming back yeah um i i feel comfortable in the bullpen as well you never can't have enough bullpen guys no um and you know unfortunately magic won't be back and that's okay um you know, and and they'll you know, when they get Jackson back, I think too, right? Um, sure. He was he he had uh, arm surgery, so uh, he signed for a couple years. So you know they're gonna get somebody like that back, and they can they can bring him along slowly. So you know, so i'm I'm good. I, I still think we're pretty set, you know, the brave scouting and and the um, you know who they' who they've added over the last few years, I think we're still sitting very pretty. Uh, going into the uh, season, and still have enough, I think, if need be, uh, to to make some other trades. I don't think there'll be any more trades. I think this will be it. But um, and and look, we're I believe content if you know Dancy Swanson goes somewhere else, um, mm-hmm. because um, you know they'll just move Vaughn Grissom to shortstop, and I, I've heard that um, Vaughn Grissom and and um, um, you know Washer are working out. Uh, I've heard they are working out I heard they they spent you know um, I think October maybe October November December they were spending a week together nice. um, and they were working on things so so Ron was was going to get uh, Von Grissom uh, you know moving on the defensive side of things so that that should be fun too so you know Wash is very good defensively as well so uh, you know he's just a, an outstanding outstanding coach and I'm glad he's back, but uh you know, if Dansby goes somewhere else, it's okay. Uh, I don't want him to, but I want him back, but uh, we'll see.
0: What um if he's not if Dansby does not sign with the Braves, who do you think is most likely to get Dansby? <laughs>
1: um, you know I I would say the Dodgers. Yeah. I hate to say it. I hate to say it. Uh, and that's just because you know, Trey Turner signed with uh, the the Phillies for about a, a, um, a billion dollars, I think. Uh, it's close, at least. Uh, you know, the the Phillies pulling out the uh, Bryce Harper. Let's spread you out for 13 years and sign you for 300 million. That way, we're only up to about 25 or 26 million paying you each year, uh, which I guess that's fine. Uh, you know, those are the kind of contracts I'd like. You know, that's like the Bobby Bonilla thing to be able to. <laughs> be paid until I'm about 100, uh, so every July 1st is Bobby Bonilla Day. He gets another million dollars from the Mets, uh, so, you know, maybe maybe that's that's what we're talking about, uh, so Trey Turner's a great player, by the way, but, you know, I, not to me, nobody is going to be, unless you are Michael Harris, okay, mm-hmm. the age of Michael Harris or the age of Ronald Acuna, I would never give somebody who's in their upper 20s, almost 30, I say Aaron Judge as well, I would never give them a contract over five years. Um, Just because, um, you know, what are you going to find out? What's going to happen to them? You know, the Albert Pujols deal, you Mm -hmm. know, at 30 or something, he signs a 10-year deal with the Angels. Well, okay, that's great. Give him all the money on the front half of that. And on the back half of that, don't. Uh, Because if you look at Pujols, he had probably three or four years, good years in Anaheim. And then after that, he was hurt. Right. Uh, So, you know, Aaron Judge had a great year last year. Okay. You know, MVP had uh, 60, what, 62 home runs. A great year. But the years before that, he battled injuries. Okay. Right. So why do you give him a nine-year deal when he's 31 years old and you're going to be paying him paying him into his 40s, yep. uh, just like Trey Turner. I like Trey Turner. I think Trey Turner would have made a great addition to the Atlanta Braves because he's actually killed us, and now he's coming <laughs> to our division, which makes it even worse. Yep. Uh, so, uh, you know, the smoothest slide in the business, by the way. Uh, so he's, he's a great player but not worth that much uh, money. Uh, you know, the, the Yankees made a splash yesterday with <clears throat> Carlos Rodon, um, and they only signed him to a six-year contract. To me, oh, wow. that's what made sense. Mm-hmm. You know, a pitcher, you know, five, six-year contract is about all your, you need to do uh, because, again, how healthy are they going to stay? Are you going to get Greg Maddox and Tom Glavin years out of pitchers nowadays? No. You're not. You're not. Uh, and, and pitchers don't even pitch as much as they did, you no. know, back in the Maddox and Glavin years. You're not going to get that much out of them. So that contract, even though, you know, Carlos Rodon, a hot pitching free agent this year, what's he going to do when he goes to New York? He's probably going to not pitch very well. Name the last good pitcher, free agent pitcher that New York had that they signed and was successful. I mean, is Garrett Cole successful? I mean, I, I I don't I don't think so. Roger Clemens, maybe, was, yeah. but if you go back that far. Uh, so he may have been the last free agent pitcher that was successful in New York. And that's because he was built to play in New York. You know, right. he played in Boston. He's built to play in New York. A lot of these people just don't realize when they go to New York how tough it is. And if Rodone goes out there and the first pitch he throws, he gives up a home run to, uh, you know, the Red Sox in the sure. opening game of the series. You know they're gonna they're gonna remember that, you know the whole six years that he's there in New York. So, okay. uh, but signing guys to ten, eleven, twelve years, unless they're like what the Braves have been doing with you know their guys, uh, the ages that they are, I'm okay with that, just because of the ages. But once they get in the upper twenties and into thirty, boy, I, I I'm just not giving them that big of a deal. I'm sorry.
0: I wouldn't either. Um, I just remembered something I was going to bring up earlier. when We were talking about catchers and defensive catchers.
1: Um, yeah.
0: Johnny Estrada. Braves uh-huh. Do you, yeah. For you that name. Was he?
1: Yeah.
0: I, I was young. So I just remember him being a yeah. catcher. Was he a defensive catcher?
1: Uh, yes. He had his ups and downs, but he wasn't bad. Yeah, absolutely.
0: What about yes. Javi Lopez? Was he more of a hitter or was he defensive? Oh,
1: he was, I think he was more of a hitter. Honestly. Yeah. Um, Back in the day, he was probably more of a hitter, okay. I would say, yeah, yeah, you know that's you're going back to Javi Lopez, you're going back to the Maddox and Glavin years, right you know, so uh so yeah, but I think he was more of a hitter than anything, yeah,
0: what about yeah. the longest name ever in baseball? uh Jared saltplamaia <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know its it's interesting that he didn't get to play a whole lot, um. You know, he didn't last very long on the on the Braves team, at least. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, he wasn't bad. Um, you know, I, I I go back, I hearken back to, you know, you know the days of old, the old guys. You know, um, Johnny Bench. You know, those guys who were who were just great defensive catchers. Um, you know, you don't get a Yadier Molina anymore. No. Um, uh, you know, you don't get a guy who's gonna live going to catch into his forties. And, and I've look, Molina, you could tell his last year, last couple of years, he wasn't as mobile as what he, he was, but boy, he still played his guts out every single time he got out there. Oh yeah. Uh, so, um, you know, if he couldn't catch this, he was mad at himself, you know? So you just don't get guys like Molina uh, anymore. Um, and, and maybe Sean Murphy will turn out that way. Um, you know, I think Travis Darnold's probably surprised a lot of people, um, and just because of his, lo- he's he's been able to last a while, and he was almost out of baseball a few years ago. Uh, so, you know, I'm, I, I, you know, two good catchers. Who has two good catchers anymore? Yeah. Um, most of the time, you just get maybe one, and we got two on our team. Yeah. Not one. We got two on our team.
0: Now so, Oakland now Oakland has two good ones.
1: Yeah. Yeah, there's a guy out there in Oakland that you like. You know, it's funny because that trade of Matt Olson and sending Langoliers out there really kind of probably uh put this trade of Sean Murphy in motion. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Murphy said that uh when they traded Langoliers out to Oakland, he said, you know, I I it maybe be it for me. And um you know Murphy's name was mentioned very early in the off season, mm-hmm. and and there were reports that Murphy was going to be traded to the Braves. That was the team that was interested. Uh, you know, look, Jacob Degrom going to the to the Rangers. Degrom's name was mentioned um, as a guy uh, who might come to the, to Atlanta, and I knew that wasn't going to happen because he was going to ask for too much money. If we were going to sign Jacob Degrom, why didn't we go ahead and sign Dancy Swanson? Yeah, you know. I mean, so I knew Degrom wasn't going to come to the praise. Get him out of the division. That's great. Uh, I'm I'm okay with that. Uh, and you know, then the Mets go and sign Verlander, which that's okay. He's a he's uh, you know Verlander's 50, and um, so he his arm is about to fall off anyway. Uh, so he should just probably go home and you know hang out with his wife and kids. And and so. But no, I, you gotta give Verlander, uh, a lot of credit for, for, you know, the, the multiple comebacks he's made. So, uh, you know, you hope that, that he holds up for a couple more years, but you know, these guys getting out of the division is much better. But, um, you know, but Murphy's name was mentioned a couple of times and then it went away. And then all of a sudden poof, we traded for him. So, yeah. uh, it's, it's, it's strange how those things happen behind the scenes, but, uh, it worked, you know. <laughs>
0: You mentioned the Mets. Uh, not only do they have, you know, they they picked up Berlander. They've got Jose Quintana, and then they've got uh, they still have Max Serzer, So
1: yes, they do. Um, you know, you know the Mets are still searching for for the the right pitching combination. Mm. Um, and I think it was. Uh, you know that I believe is what their struggle was at the end of the year. Um, was they knew when they stuck Degrom out there and they struck Scher- they they stuck Scherzer out there they were going to be fine, but even those two guys let them down down the stretch. Um, so they're still searching for the right answer and and um, you know is that the right answer? I don't know. Uh, maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. Uh, so. Mets have a, to be honest with you, Mets have a good team. Um yes. I I, I'm, I was surprised that they really gave it up. You know, I kept saying all year, put a little pressure on them, put a little pressure on them, and that's what happened. You know, we got close enough to put pressure on her on them not once, but twice, uh, and then ended up overtaking them. So, um, you know, don't be surprised. You, you know, the Phillies have done a good job of, of filling in some holes. Um, but as I've said before, Paying all these guys a lot of money doesn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's how they perform out on the field. And there's a lot of pressure on a guy like Aaron Judge, Trey Turner, those guys who are making that $300 million money, okay? Um, there's a lot of pressure to 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 do what you do. Uh, you know, Atlanta's been fortunate enough that they've been able to sign all their guys at probably less than market value, <clears throat> um, Uh, But but they don't consider them below market value. Um, And so they've been able to add the pieces, uh, add more pieces uh, and and get better. So and not have to, you know, utilize all the cash and all the money and all the profit maybe that they've made. But, um, you know, guy like Aaron Judge making that much money. What's it going to be? What is Shohei Ohtani going to make when he comes on the market? Ooh. Will he be the first $500 million player?
0: Probably. I mean, it's I a mean, good possibility.
1: Let's look what, uh, you know, Correa got. Uh, Carlos Correa gets. Uh, let's, you know, look at, you know, Xander Bogart signing with the Padres. You know, watch out, Padres. Of where, I just want to know where or who did they find to pay for all these guys? I I mean really I mean uh, and and they're not even paying um Soto yet okay so I don't know why you would get a guy like Xander Bogart and not re-sign a guy like Juan Soto Mm -hmm. and not go ahead and get that deal done um so I I don't know I'm just I, I I was kind of at a loss um you know but what what do I know? I guess I'm here in good old Murray, Kentucky, and and you're in good old the great state of Georgia, and <laughs> it's you know we don't know anything, I guess, right?
0: No. No. I,
1: mean, yeah. I do know this though. I do know this. It looks like your Bulldogs are are um are pretty good in football. So. Um, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know why. You know. Again, I think. Uh, that's why DeGrom wasn't going to come to the Braves. The Braves weren't going to sign him for that much money. You could sign Dan Swanson. So, um, you know, I I don't – anyway. And there's not a whole lot of good free agents left, by the way. Dansby's one of those guys that just left. It's, he's left. You know, Rod- Rodon signed, you know, with the Yankees last night. So, uh, Dansby, uh, one of those guys, not many left.
0: I was going to ask you, who do you think has had the best uh, free agent signing period?
1: um what team
0: mm-hmm.
1: um wow uh well you, you know if you look at team player I think I think the Phillies
0: Mhm.
1: and I and the reason I say this because Trey Turner
0: mm-hmm.
1: um I just like what Trey Turner does um you know he's a guy that hits he just hits definitely um I mean he he's a He's a great defensive player. Yes, I know he's getting older. I get that. Uh, but he's a great defensive player. He's just kind of that quiet, quiet type. You know, we um, I joke because, um, you know, Murray High's basketball team uh, has a guy on it, um, Colin Wilson, who's our quarterback as well. You know, he's averaging 13, 14 points a game. And to be honest with you, it seems like I don't call his name out for those 13 or 14 points tonight. He gets the quietest 13 or 14 points a game, Mm -hmm. okay? But yet in the stat sheet, if you look, you look what he's doing in the stat sheet, it's a whole lot louder than what, you know, I might be saying out on the radio. So that's kind of Trey Turner. He's just kind of a a silent assassin. You know, he's quiet, uh, but yet, um, you know, he's feisty. He hits, he fields, um, you know, hitting over 300. You know, he, he's a Gold Glover at shortstop. Uh, you know, he's he's a guy that's going to take the extra base for you, um, and may take and, and may take the base home with him as well, uh, <laughs> just because he's that kind of player. Uh, he's just a scrappy kind of guy. He would have fit in well back in the 70s, you know, yeah. just the way he played. So I, I think the Phillies getting Trey Turner, even though paying him that much money, probably have had uh, the biggest impact. You know, Xander Bogart's going to the Padres. Uh, you know, that's a huge deal, too. we we'll go with Machado, uh, to go with Soto. Um, who else they got, you know? Um, you know, they got several other other players on that team. Uh, but but still, I think that's huge. But I, I just – I don't know. I just like Trey Turner. I always have. I always liked him when he was at, with the Nationals. Uh, and and I think that's you know a guy the Dodgers are going to miss out on, and I think that's why they they may have that pursuit of Dansby Swanson because they're going to miss out on a guy like Trey Turner, and they already gave up uh, you know their their other other shortstop went to Texas, uh, so uh, you know I, I I just think they're going to miss out on Trey Turner.
0: Um, that'd be a Dansby and Freddie uh reunion. Yeah,
1: reunion. Yeah, yeah. You know, it hadn't happened yet, Uh, and I'm glad. I think um, there's, you know, hopefully the Braves still in the mix, and and since we haven't heard anything yet, I think that's even better. Mm -hmm. Um, But I still wonder, with all this money being thrown around, uh, what is Dansby Swanson worth, and what, um, you know, what is a guy like Otani going to be worth when he hits the free agent market Uh, in the next uh, couple of years. I think after next year, maybe, is when he can hit the free agent market. So Mm -hmm. what's the money going to be like? You know, same with Mike Trout. If Mike Trout was on the market, oh, my gosh. You know, he would probably himself be making, you know, upwards of $500 million. So, anyway. Yeah, and he would probably go to the Phillies, probably go to the Phillies, and they'd be paying him 20 years for $500 million. You know, I mean. Anyway, sorry.
0: <laughs> I think the Marlins need to sign Mike, Mike Trout. Uh,
1: well, he wouldn't be there very long, so. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean. Yes. I I, I would just thought that ironic.
1: Yeah, I mean, you you're. I mean, he wouldn't be there very long, so uh, they would be, you know, since they signed Stanton to that huge contract and they signed some others and they've what all of a sudden gotten rid of them, you know. Yeah.
0: Who do yeah. you think has lost the most due to free agency?
1: Um lost the most I think the Mets are going to feel it losing Degrom. Mm Grom I think that's probably I think the Red Sox are going to feel it losing uh Bogarts Mm
0: -hmm.
1: um you know they haven't made a big splash and I think they're uh other than Kenley Jansen Jansen's been it um but um I think uh they um I think they're gonna feel that loss um who else um you know, I think that's it. Um, I, I think those are the two that are probably uh are gonna feel the loss of, of those players. Definitely. Definitely and I and I know DeGrom hasn't pitched very much, uh and and his struggle, but when he's been out there, he's been good. I mean his his wins uh have 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 been outstanding, you know, for the Mets. Um but uh, we'll see what he does when he goes to the American league, I guess.
0: Definitely. Um Yeah. The Mets still impressed me. I mean, I mentioned earlier, you know, they, they have Quintana, Scherzer, Verlander. Uh, they re-signed, uh, as somebody called him the other day, Brandon Nemo.
1: Yeah. I, yeah. I I I think that was probably – if you could look at free agent signings, I think that was the guy that kind of the heart and soul of the team mm-hmm. Uh you know, we talked about that before. He would he would have fit in very well, um, in the '70s. You know, a guy when you walk him, he runs to first base. Yep. You know, he was a guy. He would have been the guy in little league that, um, which I hated kids that did this too, by the way. Uh, but that's kind of the way Brandon Nemo was anyway. You know, even the guy that would have, if second base had been open and third base there'd have been a runner at third and you walked the guy at first, Walked the guy to, to first, he would have just kept running to second base. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, because he'd been running down there hard. and He just rounded the base and headed to second and said, I dare you, you told me out. And that, that had been him. So, yeah, I, I think, uh, I, I think that, that signing was a, a good signing back uh, because, you know, he adds a little bit to the top and uh, you look, we talked about him this year during our, during our podcast, about how I thought that he was uh, a nemesis uh, at how, you know, he seemed to get on base all the time. Uh, and when he got on base, he made things happen. And, you know, you got to start – you got to get people on base if you're going to score runs. And, uh, you know, they've, they've got guys that can score. You know, uh, they've got guys that can hit. Uh, so, uh, you know, it's, it's, um, it, it's, it's still a good team. There's no doubt about it. Um, so it, it'll you know, that Alonzo guy's pretty good. So yep. uh it there's they still a good team. There's no doubt about it. And they'll be okay without without DeGrom, but Nemo's uh Nemo's a good guy, I think.
0: That that Alonzo guy, he doesn't really like the Bulldogs, by the way.
1: <laughs> well, he's gonna have to get over it. You know, they are playing for the national championship again. So and he's his, gonna have his, to get over it.
0: His Gators are playing this Saturday, I or tomorrow, I believe, in the yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, a lot of a lot of things going on in college football, John. It's it's been a crazy year, hasn't it?
0: Yep, but the dogs are still on top, and that's that makes most Braves
1: fans happy. I would uh, I would assume. Yeah, you know, it would have been a fun. Um, I, I think it would have been a fun national championship matchup if you could have had uh, if you could have had Tennessee with Hooker, uh, Alabama. Uh, Georgia and, you know, whoever else you wanted to throw in there. Okay, we'll throw Michigan in there. Um, <clears throat> so Don't
0: tell I, I think that
1: bad. I will not. I think that would have been a good matchup right there. And, and on the potential was there. Um, <clears throat> you know, LSU had great prominence again. Um, so under um, under Kelly. So, uh, you know, who knows what, uh, what this next year is going to hold. But, uh, hey, I do wish your, your Bulldogs good luck. I think they'll be right back there in the championship and win them win them another one.
0: I appreciate it. Um yeah. Before we get out of here, um Christmas is uh Christmas is around the corner. What do the Braves want for Christmas?
1: Um if if I was the Braves, I want to re sign Dansby Swanson. Mhm. I, I think if I could get a team-friendly contract, I want to re-sign Dan's response, and that's what I want for Christmas. The other thing I want for Christmas is I want Mike Soroka to come back and pitch <laughs> like he did a couple years ago. Yes. That's I, the other thing. I agree. Uh, b- because if that's the case, I think you set yourself up with a rotation that is very, very good uh, for the next uh, three or four years. It, right. Other than you know, re-signing Max Freed, uh, I think you set yourself up uh, rotation-wise for uh for to be very good and that that helps pitching 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 is the name of the game
0: exactly um do you see the Braves signing any other or any other free agents besides Dansby
1: no unless Dansby doesn't sign resign they they might try to go after somebody but I no I don't I think he's done right now um you know I I think we got some guys that could you know fill some roles in spring training and. Look, you never know, Michael Harris, spring training, who who might be the next Michael Harris in spring training um, and be able to come up and, and have, uh, you know, the kind of year uh, that, that he had. So, uh, you know, it's early, but I, I think right now they are set. I think um, – and they are set. They got everybody that they need. You know, what are you going to do uh, with Eddie Rosario and Marcel Ozuna? Um, that's the case. You know, Will Myers, his name has been mentioned. As mm-hmm. a guy that might be a good candidate uh, to be out in left field, I like Will Myers always have. Uh, he's kind of a, a a gritty player as well, old school. Uh, you know that's a guy. You know you got well, we got two more years on Ozuna's contract.
0: yeah, uh, and if, I believe. if
1: you if you trade the guy, you're still going to be paying the max the majority of the contract anyway. Um, you know, my guess is if they could have gotten rid of the Ozuna contract, Dansby Swanson would have been re-signed. You know, but right now, if Dansby doesn't re-sign, the next step is Max Freed. Um, yeah. You know, I, I immediately enter into enter into negotiations with Max Freed, and I get him re-signed. Uh, I get him re-signed to you know what's going to be a, a pitcher's contract, and uh, let's get him let's get him going so that we don't have to worry about this next off-season. You know, trying to figure out if Max Freed's going to leave or not, because that's been one of the rumors about trading Max Freed if they can't re-sign him. And I sure hope not. I um, hope. You know, because he has been kind of the glue the last couple of years of the pitching staff. Excuse me. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, I hope not either. Yeah. So, um, got any uh, traditions for the bell, the the bell house for Christmas?
1: <laughs> well, you know. Um, My biggest thing is, I I put up a lot of Christmas lights. Uh, So uh, November was working on Christmas lights. And so pretty much this, uh, well, the entire month of December, my Christmas lights have been on. That's kind of the tradition. But other than that, not really. Uh, I'm actually um, going up, I'm actually not working a huge amount over the next few weeks, because I saved a lot of time um, up at the end of the year. Uh, And so uh, I, am I'm, I'm doing a little, uh, job at Playhouse, uh, and then, uh, we're actually going on vacation, so, um, something we haven't ever done after Christmas, uh, so we really don't have a, a huge amount of, of traditions. We go to my mom's, um, for, um, you know, the, not Christmas Eve, but we call it Christmas Eve Eve, I guess, and so, and that's about it. Um, uh, Christmas Day, as the kids have gotten older, has spent right here at the house, uh, and it's been kind of nice and hadn't had to go anywhere. Christmas Eve this year will be spent right here at my house. Nice. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it'll be, it'll be nice and, uh, not, uh, not a whole lot going on. So what about your house?
0: Um, we're just chilling. Uh, we'll go to my in-laws Christmas Eve and then, yeah. um, probably see my family Christmas day and then just gotcha. hang out with family, uh, any food, uh, any Christmas oh, bread going to be
1: uh country ham at my dad does country ham um, my kids love it, we love it uh we end up taking some home uh end up taking some home and grinding it up, making ham salad out of it you know i mean it's uh yeah country ham is the choice of food at my parents uh for the the christmas holidays uh and and that's other than that that's the that's the food of choice um what about what about you?
0: Um, I'm not sure what we're doing. Food was. I know they'll do something, but I'm not. Yeah. Quite sure what the tr- they, the tradition is this year. We, the the venue is changing, so I, I'm not sure. What ah,
1: gotcha, gotcha. What, a- what 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 does John McKay want for Christmas?
0: Ooh, um, some Murray State victories.
1: <laughs> uh, um. Hey, you know that's funny because I was. Um, you know, we were, I was at Marshall on Tuesday night and, and, um, you know, watching the Tigers lose both games, which was kind of disappointing. And so then I was also keeping up with the Murray state score and they were losing too. And I was like, you gotta be kidding me. They were heavily favored against this team. And then they ended up winning by one point, you know, so. Did you uh, see that?
0: Uh, we can talk about this later, but that game was, oh,
1: yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't watch it. I just, well, I just was keeping up with the score. Uh, but yeah, to come to find out, we we end up winning the game. So you know, good stuff. Yeah, Murray State victories would be good, <laughs> so, um,
0: especially especially tonight.
1: Um, yes. Yeah. yeah, and and yeah, uh, it's um you know Austin P. Um, you know that's why um I, I didn't even realize that um, that uh, the game was tonight. I've been so busy with work and and Playhouse and and um, and stuff that I haven't really kept up. Uh, as much with the racers, and I, I, usually about this time of the year, I usually get to settle back in and start keeping up with them again. But um, I looked, and Austin P comes out. We, the Crosstown Classic, which is the matchup between Murray and Callaway, um, you know, the schools that are only, you know, a mile apart from each other, that's mm. Saturday night. Usually played on a Friday night, but it's Saturday night at the CFSB Center. Well, there's a reason, because yep. he is in town on Friday, uh, tonight. So, uh, I think it's kind of
0: cool how – the border rivalry is tonight for Austin P and Murray State, and then tomorrow night. Yes.
1: Classic. Yeah, it is. It's pretty cool. So you know, that's the one thing about moving that into the Missouri Valley that uh, you know Austin P has been the biggest rival of Murray State over the last few years. You know, you could say with Belmont coming in back a few years ago, the OVC. You know, it probably was Belmont, but but Austin P has always been that rival, and. The games they played uh, back when I was in school, uh, you know, a few years after that, when Austin P would come to town, uh, what used to be old, old Racer Arena, um, you know, kind of the old school gym where the floor, the, the, the stands was built around the floor. I mean, you were really close. I mean, the crowd was just right there. I mean, you're telling the crowd to back up, you know, because they need to put the ball in play, you know, things like that. That's what it was when I was in school. You know, oh, wow. the gym was hot. There was no heating and air in the gym. So you really hoped that it would be a cold night outside, so <laughs> that the gym would be great on the inside uh, because you'd have the doors open. It'd be smoking hot in there. And, you know, if it was ever a warm night outside, the gym would just be absolutely blistering hot. Okay. And so teams coming in, didn't know how to handle that. <laughs> and and Austin P coming in, they'd have their little bitty cheering section what used to be the student section was, was pretty much, uh, there, there was chair seats on one side and then the student section was pretty much about the next three fourths of the gym. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, and Austin P would have their little bitty section right next to their bench, you know, uh, to the, to the side of the bench. And then that'd be it. Uh, that's all they got. Everything (laughs) else was the student section, you know, And, and there would be a bunch of people in there. And I remember one night they got us, I think they had us up by 15 or 20 and um, nationally televised game and we came back and beat them and man the gym was just absolutely rocking so you know those are the kind of atmospheres that Austin P used to bring and and I'm glad if we continue this rivalry continue to play them I think it's still good to play them uh, I still want to see them play him. and even going to Austin P we went a few years ago when Isaiah Cannon was still on the on the team and and at Austin P and it's great there, you know, I don't care how good either team is. Uh, if Murray State is good and Austin is not, it's always going to be a dogfight. Oh yeah. So and it always is. So uh, fun, fun times, and uh, that's what tonight's game will bring as well.
0: Well, okay, I got one more question. Who
1: is okay. the,
0: who is the biggest rival for the Braves? Now that we got a rivalry talk. <laughs>
1: Um, biggest rival for the Braves, you know, how many? What are we talking about? Twenty years, thirty years, something like that. I guess.
0: Yeah, the last. Well, I guess, yeah, the last twenty, thirty years.
1: Um, I would still say, um, you know, I I gotta believe still the divisional teams, maybe the Mets, Phillies, somewhere I'd- in there. You know, if you go back to the early nineties, you would have to say, you know, the Dodgers. Uh-huh. Um, they were huge the Pirates you could throw uh-huh. them in there um, so uh, you know I, I think those are probably but I still have to thank your divisional teams with the Mets and the Phillies uh, just because they've always been in your division right yeah
0: well Jeremy that's about all I had for the show uh, you got any right.
1: before we get out of no, here no no John I'm off I, I'm not working so it's you know it's it's good day today <laughs>
0: Nice. um
1: hey merry hey merry christmas to you and happy new year
0: merry christmas to you and your family and all of murray and all of
1: brave station uh absolutely
0: uh well i'm sure we'll be back probably january maybe if there's something new couple pops up with the all right. hot stove league however this stove league lasts uh, yeah good if it's simmering or cold or you know boring, <laughs> however this that's
1: right christmas. that's right
0: Um, if you, if you want to follow the show, you can on Twitter at Ethos Um, you can follow me at F3 Motley Crew. Um, you can follow me and Jeremy on Facebook. I am at John Robert McKay.
1: I am still at Jeremy Bell. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um, and you can also listen to the podcast wherever you get your podcast listening on at itunes spotify stitcher or and there's probably other platforms that i can't remember but there we go
1: all right and thanks john
0: thank you and as always go brave go brave